Welcome to the New Mexico Motorsports Report, presented by Yearwood Performance, Albuquerque Dragway, and Hal Burns Truck and Equipment. Your host, David Swope, will be talking about events happening around the state and on the national scene, whether it's got two wheels or four wheels, pavement and off-road racing, or park and shine. If you are into it, we are into it. Now, here's your host, David Swope. Good morning. It's Saturday morning. That means it's time for the New Mexico Motorsports Report. I'm your host, David Swope, and we'll be talking about automotive and related motorsports activities around the ste- street. Oh, man, around the state and on the national scene. I've only been doing this, like, you know, almost 11 years. You think I I would know this stupid thing? Whether it has two wheels or four, I'm going to blame it on Thanksgiving. I still, I'm, I'm still overly full. It's all that tryptophan, man. Come on. That's right. Whether it's got two wheels or four, asphalt or dirt track racing, off-road or park and shine, we'll be talking about it. This is New Mexico's only show devoted to motorsports-related activities with a full hour here on ESPN Radio, 101.7 The Team. And, of course, you know, also on Thanksgiving, uh, we had the Cowboys football game. And, uh, you know, let, let, let's, 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 talk about, let's talk about something, you know, more interesting, like uh, guests that come for Thanksgiving, right? You know, I mean, so when you have Thanksgiving, you have such a hodgepodge and always afraid that somebody's going to start talking about politics. You know, I mean, it's bad enough that, you know, with all, with all the BS that we have about sports, but talk about Start talking about politics and uh, and of course you you know both I mean Dan you've had some experience you know back east North Carolina um, you know Tennessee and of course uh, R Jake I mean geez all the way down into Florida um, there had to be some pretty interesting family guests um, and conversation in Florida during Thanksgiving <laughs> in in Florida for sure I mean it's you always try to have less divisive talk and you know people coming together but it seems like you know. After the prayer, after the first serving of everything, does someone wants to bring up either? I mean, I, I only remember as a kid talking about the hanging chat thing, and I had no idea what it was about. <laughs> so I mean, it, it was a while ago on that one. But wow. you know what? I mean, o- over time, you you try to remember the good of it, and Thanksgiving, man, it, it's my favorite time of the year, and just overall good times. But there has been some funny situations, especially a little more back east. You know what the biggest battle that that I've had, and actually, actually joining us in the studio this morning, uh, Kenny Ferguson. How you doing this morning, man? Good morning, guys. How we doing? I'm doing good. Good. Well, I'm going to have you jump in because we we are going to talk a little cowboys here in just a second. But um, but you know the dealing with you know the uh, you know the in laws and and multiple Thanksgiving meals, right? You know, it, it turning into a, a multiple meal day. Um, this is the first time I've ever heard about like Thanksgiving breakfasts. You know, like where, you know, one side of the family does a breakfast. I mean, I, I just can't imagine any turkey in breakfast. I mean, what do, you, you have, do you have anything like that? Or, I mean, do you just barely roll out of bed, Kenny, at about 11 o'clock? Is, isn't, like, the start of the day, like, you get to sleep in because everybody's off <laughs> and, like, you know what I mean? A rare Thursday off. Um, well, I would think I so. What do you do? They put their turkey in the eggs and... Mix yeah, all I, together I, I don't know, but I guess if, if guess if that's what you that's what you got to do, um, and then of course you've seen a lot of these uh, friendsgivings. Those you know? that I've heard of, yeah, those have, yeah, those have become I mean, pretty popular the last four or five years. It seems like, and so I, I'm sure that that there's got to be a lot more drinking in that. I would imagine, and right in a, in a friendsgiving. Oh, of course. I mean, I start everyone with a mimosa, and if it's not, it's not Thanksgiving in my house. So that's like kind of like my first thing. That's what I do to wake up, and just so happens when I do that, I make a breakfast. Well, didn't you by chance? Uh, didn't you say that your Thanksgiving this year even kind of got into the evening? Oh yeah. I mean, I can't imagine. I mean, it, you know, I mean, because Thanksgiving is supposed to involve a nap. 
So it, what, what was that? Did it, you nap before you eat, or what happened? It, it I mean, threw me off for sure, but it was wow. just, I got up, and I did my sleeping in, and kind of hung out for a little bit, cleaned up a little bit, and then realized, it's like, the turkey's not even in the oven. What is going on? Because that's what, I usually wake up at, like, I don't know, 6 a.m. to get that started, because... We only have one oven. We're not we're not fancy exactly. people. We don't have double broilers or anything like that. I right. don't have anything. So it's one oven at a time. I woke up. No, nothing was in the oven. Cause I had a little bit of a panic. Right. <laughs> it's like, man, I don't know what to do with myself. But you got to kind of put everything together. And we had just a late start. I don't know if they had a family meeting without me. But just like, man, I was ready. So that's why I had to kind of make a Thanksgiving breakfast because, like, man, I got to eat something, I guess. I'm not waiting till you know, 5.45, 6 o'clock before I eat, man. Come on. It's well, the day. And you do have to pace yourself. You have to set the stomach up. So you got to get a little expansion in there. You got to get, you know, you got to get the metabolism ready, you know. Um, and, uh, and, and, Dan, I mean, being, you know, I mean, back in, you know, North Carolina, uh, I mean, you're on Eastern time. So, I mean, what time, what time was your Thanksgivings? Well, just because we're on Eastern time, we still wake up at like seven o'clock. That's not. That doesn't mean we. But we wake up way earlier than you guys do. Okay. But uh, yeah, you know, since I've been in college, I've taken on you know some cooking roles in my yeah. Thanksgivings, and I like to start every morning before I start cooking. I shotgun a Miller Light. No way. Just, yeah, that, you're talking about expanding the stomach. It just gets you there to start the morning, and uh, and also on other subjects, Thanksgiving subjects. I love my in-laws. They're great. Uh, no complaints on all of them. Uh, <laughs> Wait a minute! But, <laughs> but, <laughs> this wow. was great. The host was so gracious. We had oh, so much wow. good food. All right. Well, oh. now that the BS is done, um, what what is the oddest thing? And and, and this is open to, to all of you guys. The the oddest thing of coming to Thanksgiving in New Mexico. You know, I mean, did, did you guys experienced? I mean, I'll I'll go first on this. I mean, I. I actually, of course, I mean, the main thing we're going to talk about, I bet we'll all kind of have a little thing about red chili. Yep. I didn't have red chili, so I felt a little empty, but I got it during the leftovers so everything, so I got it filled up, no problem there. Um, I was a little jealous, like, I, I know, like, certain vegetables are mixed in, and it's always a good thing to have. Is Brussels sprouts, like, a common thing, guys? That's the only thing I always question, because I... I think that's a new thing. I guess it's a or new it's a, thing. it's a resurgent thing. Or something like that, because I didn't have them, but I was jealous of people talking about them, and I'm like, I don't crave Brussels sprouts throughout the year right. that much. I think they're good, but I was just looking around, it's like, man, I forgot the Brussels sprouts. It's like, no, I didn't. That's not Thanksgiving in my head. But that was the one <laughs> thing, I mean, I just had a conversation with my family. It's like, is this a normal thing? Because I feel left out. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. What Did, <laughs> did you have an adjustment to the chili? I no, I mean, the moment I stepped foot in New Mexico, chili was shoved in my face. You know, right. I, there's no fans or butts about it. You know, <laughs> but what I miss is my grandma makes this orange Jello. Okay, and there's all there's like nuts in it. There's pineapple in it. There's yeah. whipped cream on top, and I've yet to see anything like it in New Mexico. So if y'all could, I mean, you could even throw chili on it. You know, I don't, yeah, I, don't I don't mind too much. I, I think the beauty of chili though is also in the absence of chili. That because then when you come back to it, then you, you're reminded of why chili is so awesome. So uh, I don't want New Mexicans don't know how to season their food without chili. <laughs> well, it is a season. It, it, me. Well, I mean, Christmas Christmas came out of green and red chili, right? I mean, which came first, Christmas or you know red and green chili? Right? I mean, you know. Okay, so now now I'm going to have the religious right um, on me about that one, and. Uh, and and I apologize. Speaking of uh, cults, 
Um, the Cowboys. <laughs> Not one bit. <laughs> the Cowboys. Right? Oh, we only have two minutes to talk about the Cowboys. We may have to straighten it. We may have to stretch this out because I think all of us have some Cowboy stories. Except I've never heard you really, Dan, talk much about the Cowboys. But but being from Kansas City, all I had to deal with all the time was well, the Dallas Cowboys were stolen from us. Or, you know, Lamar Hunt, you know, moved to Dallas. Or, you know, and so it's like I, would, I had a particular aunt that threw a big Thanksgiving spread but refused to have the Cowboy game on, right? You know, and, I mean, that was hers. And, and Kenny, you were telling me that, I mean, you're, you're a, a Pittsburgh Steelers fan because of the hatred towards the Cowboy fans at Thanksgiving. That's, that's what I understand. That's crazy. Yeah, exactly. So I, uh, the story I've been told is that, my grandmother was such a big Cowboys fan from down in South Texas that yeah. it kind of drove my dad nuts and pushed him the other way to where he started cheering more for like the Steelers and the Redskins, you know, back in like the seventies. And right. that was a big rivalry back then. And I can remember as a kid, everybody I knew was a Cowboys fan. And so for a hot minute, I thought I was a Cowboys fan, but we got that <laughs> straightened out pretty quick. And man, it's been it's been Pittsburgh ever since. So. Kids are allowed to make mistakes. It's exactly. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. <laughs> well, and and being from Kansas City, I mean, we were a longtime suffering fan. I mean, you know, we won we won a Super Bowl when I was four. Do you, you know, I don't I don't know anything about that, but we had a, a lot of bad teams. Uh, we have uh, many times that we went to the playoffs, um, and and only to lose lose in the first round. And then, of course, with RJ being um, a Raiders fan, I mean, th- th- this is Chiefs week for you guys. Yes, yes it is, um, and I'm a little scared, of course, Chiefs coming off a loss is something that, you know, you're scared of, and especially with Mac, Max Crosby, our star defensive player, most likely not going to play this game, so it's like, ah, just that kind of stacking up, but hey, it's still it's still a rivalry, still a great game, I'm still looking forward to it, and going to watch every second of it, it's just one of the things where it's like, I, I kind of understand that one one team's going one way, and even though we got some momentum, it, it's it's... Highly doubtful. Which I'm, I could be a realistic as well. So I don't understand why the first game is the Detroit Lions. I mean, is it is it sort of like you know the homecoming game where you know you you try and bring in you know the weakest team so you can at least win your homecoming game? I mean, because the Lions aren't the Lions supposed to be good, and then they get they get rolled by Green Bay. The, the Lions, What's up with that? The Lions are supposed to be good. They are still a good team for sure. But Dan's it, making a face. Whatever. <laughs> well, remember, there's only two Thanksgiving games for the longest time, so it was always, hey, you have to finish right. up with the Cowboys. Right. So that was kind of their MO on that. But, hey, the Lions, I mean, they had some fun teams around, and this year was the year where it's like, hey, they're going in this game 7-2. and two. They're supposed to get this victory. But, <laughs> man, I, they just kind of showed up. Green Bay had their best game of the season. That was happening there. And a little bit of a turnover bug, and then they just kept going aggressive on fourth down, and... It doesn't work every time. There are some times where a punt is beneficial. Of course, no one wants to hear that right now. It's the excitement of the football. But uh, there's there's some talks back and forth. You know what? One loss isn't going to hurt them. For, I mean, they're still top in the NFC. We'll just see if they can turn around. Just so happened on prime time to kind of screw the pooch a little bit. Well, and, and you know, we the Chiefs finally got beat by a, a good team, a real team, right? Because <laughs> we've lost to the Detroit Lions. Um, and then we lost to the Denver Broncos, who all of a sudden seem to be playing pretty good. But anyway, oh, yeah. hey, let's 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 clean the palette on the other side. And let's talk some drag racing. Uh, Kenny Ferguson in uh, been piloting, being the announcer um, since uh, since July. So we're gonna catch up with him and find out um, how that's going, and you know maybe some insight to uh, things he learned about drag racing that he didn't know. 
You've been listening to the New Mexico Motorsports Report here on ESPN Radio. 101.7, the team. Hey, race fans. This is NASCAR team owner, Coach Joe Gibbs. You're listening to David Slope on New Mexico Motorsports Report on ESPN Radio, 101.7, the team. ESPN Radio 1017 The Team with David Swope, the fastest radio host in the West. The pit stop is over. Let's return to the New Mexico Motorsports Report on Facebook and at nmmotorsportsreport.com. Now, back to the New Mexico Motorsports Report, presented by Yearwood Performance, Albuquerque Dragway, and Halburn's Truck and Equipment. Here's David. All right, welcome back to the New Mexico Motorsports Report on here on ESPN Radio 1017 The Team. And it, one thing we always say is, like, Albuquerque is, like, three degrees of separation, um, you know, because it's like you keep running into different people. Um, and so my guest this morning, uh, uh, Kenny Ferguson, and, and Kenny, of course, we met, like, way back. Um, we have a mutual friend in Dominic Aragon um, who is kind of, you know, really in an NASCAR and kind of dragging uh, dragging us all into it, if you will. Um, and here we all, you know, we all get in the three and get in a car together go stay in Lawrence, Kansas, to drive to the race, you know, um, at, at, Can- at the Kansas Speedway. Um, I mean, what was that experience like for you? To, I mean, get, get into the big leagues of drag race or at, at Circle Track. Um, it, it was really cool. Um, total right place, right time situation. Dominic and I went to UNM together. Yeah. Um, and he comes to me in about August. He's like, hey, you want to go to Kansas? I got to put in the request for the credentials. It's like, okay, let's go. Right. And he says, I'm going to go with this guy, David Swope. You'll love him. It'll be great. It'll be fine. It's like, okay. (laughs) So then you probably remember we met for lunch like two weeks before we left. Right. right? And then it's like, I've known this guy two weeks. I'm going to drive halfway across the country with him. Here we go. (laughs) So I think at one point I called my dad and I said, hey, man, I said, I'm going to drive halfway across the country with one guy that I've known for like a year and one guy that I've known for like two weeks. If you don't hear from me, you you probably (laughs) should call somebody. Like, I don't know who, but you should probably call somebody. Right. but, dude, I couldn't believe we just clicked, all three of us, right? Yeah. And yeah. the whole drive out there, you know, swapping stories and everything, and that weekend was a blast. Yeah. You know, full full media passes. Um, that was Jeff Gordon's last season. Right. Um, if you remember. so he, And we all knew he was getting ready to retire. Right. Um, you know, we got some great interviews. We got to talk to Carl Edwards. Oh, yeah. Um, Dale Jr. was still racing at that point. Yeah. Um, and then, at, you know, we were just talking off air how – you had an appointment 5 a.m. Monday morning, and we had to be home. It's like, right. well, here we go. We drove home that night. And, right. But, yeah, it was, that was a blast, man. That was a good weekend. Yeah, we were, we were going down um, I-70, and I think we had to deal with uh, uh, the Royals um, playoff game or something like that. Um, so we had a little bit of traffic, so some things we, we didn't anticipate on that as well. But um, kind of roll into this, you know, three degrees of separation um, in the fact that, I mean, you're a hockey guy yep. uh, playing some, some local hockey um, big Avs fan, yep. right? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and this is probably a story a lot of people don't know. And, and Robert Costa is a big, you know, hockey guy. Uh, also runs, a, you know, owns a drag strip and races. And um, and he, he, you know, you guys have his friendship. And then all of a sudden he's like, um, "Hey, our announcer's leaving. Um, you want to come announce?" I mean, fish out of water, dude. I mean, what what was that like walking into a drag strip and going, "Okay, yeah, yeah, same thing." And it all started at the. Funny Car Chaos, which right. I'm sure you've talked about because that was a yep. huge event out there this year. Went to Funny Car Chaos just as a spectator and ran into Robert, ran into you, and it was shortly after that that he learned that uh, Gene was going to have to go 
more part time and right. I I played hockey with Robert for like fifteen years, known for a long time and wow. just out of the blue I get a text message from him that says, Hey, you've got a radio background, you work in T V, do you want to do this? Heck yeah, let's go. You know what I mean? <laughs> You're gonna put me in front of a mic, let's go. I was semi familiar with drag racing, you know, I'd watched it growing up, watched it on T V, I'd been right. out to the track multiple times. Is it my passion? Is it something I follow religiously? Absolutely not. But, you know, jump in both feet, let's go. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were they were super relaxed about it and basically said, casual, family-friendly, here you go. Right. Like, okay, so don't cuss and tell them what's going on. Let's see what happens. Yeah. And, and you know, and so you probably learn more as it's going along. And then you get to the final race of the season, and then you see something you're probably never going to see before. I, I mean, t- 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 tell that story. Again. Yeah. 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 So, um, so you know, I started just doing, like, the, the testing tunes where anybody can come out and race, and there's right. no real competition or anything going on. And then um, went all the way through different bracket races and things. And we got to the end of the season, which was two weeks ago now, um, at you know, in November. Mm-hmm. And we had a race where... One of the competitors ran a quadruple zero reaction green light. Wow. So he literally hit the green light on the nose. The guy he was racing against, of course, it's bracket racing, so if you run too fast, you bust out. Right. He bust out by less than a one-hundredth of a second. Wow. What more can you ask for in a race? Yeah. You know what I mean? And I was talking to Steve Hayduke from here, and he was out there with me that day, and we were kind of bouncing things off each other, which added a whole new element, and that was great. But Drag racing, that kind of bracket racing like that isn't really how fast you can run. Right. How consistent can you be? Exactly. And from a consistency standpoint, what more could you ask for? Yeah. A quadruple zero green and a less than 100th bust out? That's a drag race all day, man. Yeah. And I, th- I think that that's the, one of the, the coolest things about drag racing is regardless of how fast your car is or what you drive or your level of passion, you can still go out there and, and compete. Yeah. And and I think that that's one of the things that, at any level, and yet they do have a, a bracket system where you can move yourself up, and you can go faster and faster and faster to where, you know, I mean, actually, you go too fast for this track. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, you travel. And, and of course, we, we talk about, um, you know, the Costa Brothers and everything um, they they do to support the, the track. But, but the racers also are so supportive of each other. Um, and it, it really is cool that it, every ticket is a pit pass where you can go and you can actually walk up and see what, what's going on and, and learn so much. Um, I, I would say that the only thing is it does seem to, to drag on. But part, yes, it pardon can. the pun. You yes, know, it, that is like, it does, it does, it does kind of drag on. Um, and so I think that that also adds more to the level of friendship, you know, and, and the time that people are there. But what was the most surprising thing to you uh, that you experienced? You know, um, that's a good question. Probably, I, I think part of it is that that closeness of it all. Um, you know, they told me from the word go. You know, as you do this, you'll start to learn the cars and right. know who's driving what without looking at the at the tech cards and things. And they were absolutely right. Um, one cool thing was, and one thing I may try to mention a lot was, all over the state, racers coming from all over the state to race at our track. Right. We had guys come down from Colorado. We had guys coming from Arizona. Um, you know, and we're running until midnight, one, two o'clock in the morning. Right. Um, and then these people are driving home either that night or the next day. And it was just cool to, to see, you know, Alamosa, Colorado, Arizona, like I said, and, um, how, how that whole field and family just expands. 
Right. And how far it runs, for yeah. sure. That's pretty pretty amazing. I mean, it, it, I mean, do you have do you have any desire now to to like give it a try? I mean, to get have you have you done any drag racing? I have not. I I need to find somebody who's got a two seater and okay. and you know ride along. But doesn't it just seem like that's the kind of thing? If you try it once, you're going to fall in love with it, and then, <laughs> then you're stuck. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Then you're, you, you, are, are you afraid of the addiction? It's a lot cheaper up in the up in the tower. <laughs> I'm just saying, it's a lot cheaper up there. Now, what about the two seaters that were here? I mean, hey, if Funny Car Chaos is coming back, they're going to bring the two seaters. I imagine they would. You're yeah, gonna, you're going to have to do that. Yeah, I could do that and, yeah. and sit behind sit behind a, a pro dragster and and or a pro driver and get that run. Right. It may have to be something we look at next year. Well, and, and when you came in this morning, we were talking a little bit about now the first experience you've had in the off season, uh, silly season or rumor mill or all that kind of stuff. And, and you were telling me that you, you'd heard some rumors. Um, and, and I had to let you know, oh, yeah, that happens. I mean, every, every year, you know, it's like, oh, yeah, every year the track's going to close. You know, and of course, we, I know they have a five year lease, you know, well, I mean, maybe, I, maybe they still got four years left on it, uh, maybe three, but. Uh, but yeah, they're they're not really going anywhere, and that and, stuff snowballs, right? One person, oh yeah, hints at it, and away it goes. Exactly, and I've I've heard some some awfully crazy, uh, crazy stories. Um, the weird part is that I've never had one come back to me about me. That was that that's the weirdest thing. Maybe because we're just nice and we just like draw the oh, wall for you. <laughs> okay, why is everybody nodding in here? I mean, okay, all right. Well, it's funny you should mention that. I mean, because. Um, when I would leave the tower, sometimes they would say things, and my daughter was actually running the scoreboard. So I'm like, how do you think that that you know that didn't get back to me, you know? But uh, but yeah, I mean, a lot of it is is just you know people with nothing better to do, um, and uh, but but there is a lot less of it at the drag strip. Yeah, I mean, quite honestly, yeah. I mean, other than you know, I I know where that particular rumor came from. I I because. I mean, it was perfect when you told me the timing. I was like, yep, I know exactly where that one came from. And uh, I'm saying on this show, one, we'll be the first to break that story if, if they are closing or moving. Uh, but there is, I mean, there's already a schedule that's probably about 90% done. Um, they're, not, they're not going anywhere. And you have the perfect owner of the track that really wants to lose as little money as possible you know he does not. He's not doing this because this is a money making endeavor, right? Um, yeah. And and as a matter of fact, we're we're going to talk on the other side a little bit about uh, small business Saturday um, and how we need to support some of these sponsors of the track and things that we do so that we can support them because they support us to have you know the most ridiculous habits you know um, and passions in the world, but. Hey, Kenny, thank you for coming on this morning, man. Anytime, man. Let, let's do this again for sure. Oh, absolutely. As we get closer to the season, then, uh, and we'll start breaking some stuff down. But I guess you got a banquet coming up uh, in, in a couple months. Yeah, um, they were talking about that at the last event. They're going to have a, a banquet somewhere and hand out all the championship awards and right. and all that kind of stuff. And we were talking, man, we're going to blink, and it's going to be March again. Right. And we're going to be you know running races and testing tunes and moving right through the summer before we know it. Oh yeah, and and like I said, uh, all out call outs coming back, and uh, funny car chaos is coming back. So um, already a couple of the biggest shows. All right, on the other side, um, we're actually uh, catch up with Jim Costa and find out what's going on over at Yearwood for uh, for uh, Small Business Saturday. You've been listening to the New Mexico Motorsports Report here on ESPN Radio, one hundred one seven, the team. 
Hi, this is Al Unser, four-time winner of the Indy 500. You've been listening to David Slope for the New Mexico Motorsport Report on ESPN Radio 1017, The Team. Hey, Albuquerque, this is Joey Logano, driver of number 22 Shell Pennzoil Ford, and you're listening to the New Mexico Motorsports Report with David Swope on ESPN Radio Albuquerque 1017. The pit stop is over. Let's return to the New Mexico Motorsports Report on Facebook and at nmmotorsportsreport.com. Now, back to the New Mexico Motorsports Report, presented by Yearwood Performance, Albuquerque Dragway, and Halburn's Truck and Equipment. Here's David. All right, welcome back to the New Mexico Motorsports Report here on ESPN Radio 1017, the team. And for those of you that are still trying to recover from the food coma that was uh, Thanksgiving, um, yesterday we had to endure, you know, Black Friday, uh, which seems to start earlier and earlier every year. Um, and today is Small Business Saturday. And I got to say that I think, I think everybody, every day should be Small Business Saturday. Um, and the small business that represents most of our uh, passions and hobby is your performance. And joining us is is Jim Costa over at Yearwood. How you doing, man? I'm good. And you did? I'm I'm hanging in there. So uh, you survived Black Friday, I guess. Um, yep. Did you give yeah, we, give uh, away a bunch of t-shirts yesterday? Gave away some t-shirts. Uh, so anybody that spent a hundred dollars got a free Yearwood t-shirt. Well, th- th- so we gave away you know, a dozen or so of those. So that was that was a neat time. I was going to say, um, I think most everybody has a Yearwood T-shirt, but probably could use a couple more. I mean, me, I, after Thanksgiving, I think I need to go get the next size up. Uh, did, you, did you have a little bit of that going on? Yeah, yeah, food coma for sure. Yeah. So what's what, what's uh, what's new at, at Yearwood? What are what are some of the uh, gifts that we can come in, uh, come in and get in uh, as we as we try and pick Christmas gifts for. Um, our cars. Well, um, actually, fresh off the of SEMA last month, uh, we are now stocking Dynamat products, okay. which uh, work real well for sound deadening and or heat. Uh, so we got we got a bunch of their stuff in uh, that just came in this week, and then we I started dabbling in a product called Notch Head, okay, which. It's for clamping hoses, like to your frame or hose separators. Um, I saw the product a while back online, and I ordered some for myself for the truck I've been building and fell in love with it. So now we carry just about everything they offer. Uh, it's an interesting story. The guys that made it, um, they're actually high-end car builders, so they build, like, Riddler winning cars. Oh, of course, the compete for the Riddler Award. Okay, yeah, which um, is pretty badass. Yeah. So um, they developed this product for themselves and decided to start marketing it and selling it you know, to the public. So it uh, it's a neat product. So if you've never seen something like it, come check it out. I mean, they it does for braided lines, it does for hard lines, and it's just super clean and it works real well. So, so I mean, what's it like to go to SEMA? I mean, do you do you go to SEMA with a plan on? Um, I, you know, I want to bring in uh, two new lines or, um, I, you know, I want to limit cause I mean, y- your square footage right now is, is not expanding. So I got to figure out where are you going to put this stuff? Well, that, that is becoming an issue. Um, you know, <laughs> when, when we started 16 years ago, 
and I put up the first wall to separate the warehouse from the showroom, and I had 3,000 square feet. I thought, I'm going to struggle to fill this. And then four years ago when we expanded, moved the warehouse, and now we have 5,000 square foot showroom, I thought the same thing. It's like, there's no way I'm going to fill this. Mm. And here we are four years later. It's like, where the hell am I going to put this? <laughs> Well, so, yeah, we just keep increasing inventory um, year after year. Uh, a lot of times when I go to SEMA, I have an idea of what some goals are, but I usually go there with an um, an open palette okay. um, and kind of let, you know, my car guy come out and check out things that, you know, me as a car guy would appreciate, and having that same appetite will work for our customers. Well, I always got to figure that the best guy to have um, in charge is is a guy that has no self control, right? Absolutely. You know, which yeah, which of course absolutely. which of course is you know it's hard to run a business you know and, and make a profit when you're like yeah I want to try this and um, yeah I want to do that um, and that's why you know I, I try and focus and say hey you know we think about you know small businesses you think about you know local florists you think about you know barbers you think about you know people that you know do all kinds of things you know but. But you, even though you know the way you've positioned the business, um, you know looks like looks like a big business. But but I mean, you're in there like you know sweat and tears, and you know your your staff oh, yeah, has no, been I, there for a while. I, I mean, you're as small when, as they come. Yeah, when Dan called, I was doing the pick list from okay. yesterday's sales. I was in the warehouse regathering, putting product back out on the floor. Right. We don't always have the room for everything that we stock out here. So, yeah, so I had to put my pick list and my shopping cart away so, you know, so I could do, do the interview and stuff <laughs> with you. So, yeah, it is, this is very small uh, business. There's times that it's been me and, you know, my right-hand man, Stephen. Right. And that was it. Absolutely. You know? so, and I know this year was a little tough. You know, we had some turnover with staff and, you know, and looking for good people and, you know, yeah, because I'm I'm incredibly picky about who I will hire anymore. I'm I'm not just gonna hire the average Joe. If he doesn't eat, sleep, crap, and bleed cars, <laughs> he's not gonna get hired. It's really that simple. Because you know this this is a passion. You know, just like you're saying, it's what we're passionate about. It's what we want to do. It's dude. If I wasn't here working, I'd be working on my cars. Well, absolutely, and and spending money. So at least this way, you know, yeah. you're still in the passion and you're spending somebody else's money. Correct, yes, uh, which is not necessarily the best thing for the bottom line right. uh, when I'm building my own stuff, but, hey, you know, I'm a user too. Absolutely. Hey, well, I want to thank you. I'm going to let you get back to it because I, I know that the uh, door's going to go open here shortly, and uh, hopefully the crowds will come rolling in. But uh just wanted to remind everybody out there that, that you know, Jim and his family made a commitment um, to you know the racing community here, they show it, uh, show it, you know, give them support with the stickers on your car, um, t-shirts on your back, um, but go and spend some dollars there too. I mean, you know, it it means a lot to these businesses, and uh, and that way they can continue to support what we do. So you know, hey, I know that there's talk sometimes that you know that Yearwood you know maybe is a little more expensive. I don't think so when you consider. You know, the, the service and the support you get and the information that keep you from wasting your money on the Internet. So so I want to, you know, personally thank you, Jim, for everything that you do. Well, Dave, I appreciate that very much. And, you know, as far as us being higher priced, 
Um, sometimes we are, but most of the time, I'm the one that does all the price changing on top of my, you know, 65, 70-hour work right. week. So a lot of times we're so far behind on price changes. We're not. Well, yeah, and that's just, just like the, the rumor. You know, the rumor that track's going to close, you know, freaking every yeah, year. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's just, it's the same thing. It's like, you know, but you have, you have to at least address it and say, it's, it's not true. I mean, I quite often, you know, when I had my business, my retail business, we, we, we weren't more expensive, but we had this perception that because we provided better service and we provided better quality, that therefore we were more expensive. That's not, that's yeah. not true at all. We don't have corporate levels that we have to pay wages to. We don't have no. salaries that we have to pay for people. I mean, you're there, dude. I mean, yeah, you know, the, I mean, the buck you know, here. yeah, you you know, it's like, you know, you're not getting the big bucks, and there is no thing called middle management with you. So, no. so the 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 BS that people think, oh, you go there and you know, you could, you know, they only carry, you know, the stuff for the the rich people or blah blah blah. I mean, it, it's all bull crap anyway. Um, yeah, but 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 at the same time, uh, you know, I appreciate you, you know, making that point. Um, but, yeah, uh, no, absolutely. It's uh, like I said, it's it's who we are. It's what we do, and you know we're here to help people build their cars. You know that's that's the cool part about it. We get to bench race with cars all day long. <laughs> that's right. We're working when it's not really working. All right, man. Well, right. I, I know you work your tail off, so I'm gonna let you get back to it. But hey, thank you so much, and uh, and we'll we'll definitely try to catch up with you before uh, before Christmas. But uh, but if not, um, you know, have a happy holiday, man. Yep, you too. And I'll tell you what, just so I can continue to share the love, if anybody comes in and makes a purchase and they mention this show, I'll give them a free T-shirt. Oh, heck yeah. Right on. But they have to mention ESPN because if they don't, it don't count. (laughs) All right, man. Well, thank you so much and appreciate you. All right, Dave. You guys take care. All right. Have a good one. That was uh, uh, Jim Costa, uh, Yearwood Performance, and uh, 341 Eubank, um, I'm sure everybody that listens to the show knows, uh, but hey, remember, uh, remember to buy local. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, I mean, Seduction has been a big uh, sponsor of the show as well. Uh, we went through a name change, uh, Love It, etc. So you're starting to see some changes on the signs. Uh, logo's still the same, color scheme still the same, still the uh, great same, uh, the same great store. So make sure you think about that when you're doing your Christmas shopping this year. All right, we got a whole lot more coming up on the other side, including even though it's kind of small, we still do have the Law Tigers event calendar. You've been listening to the New Mexico Motorsports Report here on ESPN Radio, 1017 The Team. Hey, Albuquerque, this is Denny Hamlin of the number 11 FedEx Express Toyota with Joe Gibbs Racing. You are listening to New Mexico Motorsports Report on ESPN Radio 1017, The Team. This is Kyle Larson, driving the number 5 ZL1 Camaro for Hendrick Motorsports. You're listening to the New Mexico Motorsports Report with David Swope on ESPN Radio 1017, the team. The pit stop is over. Let's return to the New Mexico Motorsports Report on Facebook and at nmmotorsportsreport.com. Now, back to the New Mexico Motorsports Report, presented by Yearwood Performance, Albuquerque Dragway, and Halburn's Truck and Equipment. Here's David. All right, welcome back to the New Mexico Motorsports Report here on ESPN Radio 1017, the team. And it's that time, man. Uh, we got to talk some Law Tigers event calendar. Uh, what all you got going on, man? 
Sure do, Dave. And no, we always got to talk about the local scene and everything that's going on out here in our state of New Mexico. And it is the time, of course. I mean, right after the holiday, it's starting to get cold. It's uh, it's slowing down. Just being completely honest, it is slowing down. But uh, we're doing a good time with some of the events that we have going on and always try to talk off local. They have a few things going on in December, so I'm actually going to start off with two wheels with the... Uh, Moriarty MX, actually. Yeah. Because they still have some events going on where they're going to have their awesome uh, Sunday Fun Day prepped event. is going to be next sa- next Sunday, which, I mean, it's already December 3rd, y'all. So December 3rd is going to be their next Sunday Fun Day prep practice at the Yucca Point Main and the DKD Electric Mini Track. And all saving up for the week after, the first the second week of December, which is going to be the Triple Crown Winter Series. It's and it's going to be round two of that event. So it's an amazing thing that they have planned going on. And just revving up to, hey, a winter series out there. They already posted pictures on Facebook. They're still on the ground. They're still making the travels out there, guys. There's still going to be some great two-wheel racing for everyone to have a good time. Yeah, absolutely. And, and Southwest Motorsports, of course, um, let's see, December 10th is going to be their uh, winter series. Uh, they're going to be starting that with uh, Spec Miatas and, um, I think they're adding carts this year as well, so there'll be a lot more um, opportunities for stuff like that. Um, but it's like everybody's got a banquet, though, man. Yeah. I mean, the drag racing, I mean, the cool thing is I, they, they wait a little bit, mm-hmm. um, but it looks like everybody else is starting, like, next weekend. Pretty um, close. you got banquets. Yeah, I mean, we'll go over those pretty quick. I mean, Sandia Speedway, their banquet is going to be December 2nd with uh, a... Pretty much where it's a war banquet, there's going to have at the race shop, and just to support everyone, they have a big old party that they have going on. Um, Alien Speedway is going to be theirs, is actually the week after, which is uh, December 9th, which is their fourth annual Envier Banquet. That's going to be at the Hoorah Event Center that they have out there in Roswell. I just saw that, and I had to give a little shout I had to give a little shout to the Hoorah Event Center. I mean, that's an event. It's like, all right, I, I can maybe stop by there, have a fun time there. Absolutely. Uh, Albuquerque Dragway that we were just talking about, theirs isn't until January 27th, actually, where it's going to be award awards. The racer award banquet that they always held at Sand at Isleta Casino, and I just love the first thing. Also, is low acronym. We'll see you in March. So guess what? It's it's one of those things. The race season it's right around the corner, y'all. So they'll mm-hmm. they'll be celebrating late January, and guess what? Right around the corner, the next season of at Albuquerque Dragway is going to start. Then Vados is actually the first weekend of January, which mm-hmm. is the sixth and seventh, which is their eighteenth annual. Uh, uh, actually, I'm I'm sorry about that. It's not even a board banquet. I put that tree their next event is 18th <laughs> annual Rio uh, Grand Waste Services. The Wild West Shootout is going to be round one, where it's going to be the first weekend of January, the 6th and 7th, followed by, I mean, it's a two-weekend event. Right. Amazing things go out there at Votto. And you know what? I mean, Aztec and Legacy is not far behind. We're going to have a lot more racing and coming up. Can't wait till 2024 already. Absolutely, and, but there are some there are, are some events. I mean, every Friday, um, Friday evening over at Tacos and Rides, uh, you've got that going on. Uh, but uh, you've got an annual turkey ride uh, that just happened, um, sponsored by Cafe Bella. But next weekend, just right down the street, um, you've got the Salvation uh, Toy Drive um, at Rudy's uh, in Las Cruces. Um, on the third, though, is the Toys for Tots show, uh, just right down the street here. Um, and that's always that's always a big show. We we've got some swag that 
um, we're going to be giving away there um, as a part of the show. But uh, did you by chance get, make it out to that show last year? I did not. I was the okay. one I wanted to go to. Yep. And guess what? I'm almost guaranteeing I will be out there this year. It's That's what I love about these December shows. I mean, the Salvation Army, the Toys for Tots. I mean, everywhere from Las Cruces to all the way up up north in New Mexico. I mm-hmm. guess there's going to be some great shows for some great causes that we always bring up. Now, this one, of course, the show and shine that we have that's going on December 3rd. I mean, it's from 12 to 4. There's going to be dash plaques for the first 75 vehicles out there. Mm-hmm. There's prizes and raffles, and it's also no- getting known for, I mean, that winging contest <laughs> is a thing that's on there. Well, and Drew Drew came back to uh, and won it last year. Um, that I guess he'd, he'd been... Uh, he wasn't allowed to compete. I guess he it was an unfair advantage. They felt unfair like you know, or whatever. Wow. You know, well, and then remember they were like stacking the heat on that. And, you know, trying to. <laughs> I mean, it was getting it was getting a little a little out of control. But uh, ah, it scared uh, a little competition. No, he has to be out there. Shoot, <laughs> I might try to see if I get into my name. I don't know what I have to do, but hey, if it's donation or whatever it is to throw my name in the ring, guess what? Let's let's be a part of it this year. That sounds like a great thing. Like I said, it's for the cause. It's for I mean, Toys yeah. for Tots. It's an amazing thing, and so many great sponsors that are related to the car. I mean, industry, everything from shops to racing to your wood. I mean, everything that you could think of. They support these great causes. Absolutely, and then of course, the only pro racing we have left actually ends this this weekend um, right now, and that's that's Formula One. Um, and I don't know if you guys got to check out any of the uh, the race in Vegas last weekend, uh, but it it kind of started off a little rocky with the uh, manhole cover, you know, coming up off the ground, you know, um, and then uh, and then of course I, I thought the race was actually excellent. Um, did uh, you got to love social media though because um, somebody was already complaining about how Verstappen returned to his old ways of. You know, I mean, you know, wrecking people and driving aggressively. And I'm thinking, didn't this dude, like, win? Didn't, didn't, like, Red Bull win, like, 19 races so far uh, this year? I mean, set another record. The guy actually won the championship, like, three races ago. I mean, I think it's great that he's out there uh, still trying to compete for wins. Um, and you see uh, you know, Perez started way back in the field um, and almost finished second. If it wasn't Leclerc, with was probably one of the most dominating cars. Um, but I do got to think, I mean, Vegas, Vegas, you know, and I, this is a question for you, RJ. I mean, Vegas is now like becoming the sports capital of the world. I mean, you got Formula One there. You got, you know, you got that arena um, and you got the Golden Knights. You know, I mean, it, it's pretty, it's pretty damn amazing. No, a lot of expan. I mean, that's probably going to be the next place for an NBA expansion. Of course, the it's a kind of a sad story, but the A's are moving out there, so it is going to be. I mean, another <laughs> another thing with the baseball and situation. But I mean, everything that goes out there, they do it big, and it took a little bit for momentum, I think, for F one. But once it came to race time. People showed up. It was an amazing time to see, I mean, some great racing. Actually, it was, I mean, shock when you see, see for Zappin, you know, at the end, it's like, I'm, I'm shocked if he doesn't win at this right, point. Exactly. I mean, that's the way this season's been going. So, you know what, for Formula One, I mean, they're, they're going to have a lot more of these specialty races. And through the Strip of Las Vegas, it just seems like a cool one to kind of almost finish their season before they go to Abu Dhabi I yeah. mean, this weekend. Yeah, and Abu Dhabi is. I mean, this. It, I've been watching some qualifying, and it, it's the same old, same old. You know, at this at this point. But uh, I do love. I do love. There's Stappen's quote. 
you know, from me, he goes, well, you know, uh, you know, I don't, and I'm not even trying an accent. I thought about trying an accent. No, everyone's like, oh, please don't. <laughs> All right, you know. So, um, but he was basically like, well, the race was really 99% entertainment and about 1% racing. And I was thinking, duh, it's Vegas. Mm-hmm. You know, Vegas is all about the show, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so, and then, of course, you know, I mean, I guess the Chiefs are rolling into Vegas this, you know, this weekend. we got to play tomorrow. Maybe they have a little so. too much fun at the Strip. Who knows? But I'm, that's the only way I'm kind of rooting for a chance. <laughs> well, and then, then when I think about Vegas, I always think about betting, too. And so I think about, like, odds, and then I roll into this game, right? And it's like, uh, you know, how many games, consi- you know, how the, the Chiefs typically don't lose two games in a row, right? See, I hate that. That means that we're probably going to roll in there and get thumped. You know, because it's like, statistically speaking, everything regresses to the mean. And so I, I don't want to lose that. That's why I was okay with us, you know, losing on Monday night to the Eagles. It's like, it's okay. Well, when we beat you back in the Super Bowl, well, then we don't have to try and beat you three times in a row. Well, I thought uh, you were no, I'm getting all the head shaking. I thought you were saying <laughs> that about the Broncos. Better, better. <laughs> All right, anyway, hey, we're out of time. Look at that. So no one can respond to that. Aww. You've been listening to the New Mexico Motorsports Report here on ESPN Radio. 101.7, the team. Thank you for listening to the New Mexico Motorsports Report, presented by Yearwood Performance, Albuquerque Dragway, and Halburn's Truck and Equipment here on ESPN Radio 101.7, the team. Join us daily at nmmotorsportsreport.com and become part of the community. Tune in next week, where your host, David Swope, will be talking about events happening around the state and on the national scene. Whether it's got two wheels or four wheels, pavement and off-road racing or park and shine. If you are into it, we are into it. 